feel like I should have a theme song at the beginning of this podcast or like, I don't know, something to introduce the mm, the email segments or not even segments. This is the whole episode is just me reading emails. So I feel like I should have I don't know. I feel like I should have a proper introduction into these emails, but whatever. I'll work on it. Got two new emails today. Episode 24. Welcome. Now, I thought I originally had one, but. I felt the need to check my spam folder and there was an email sitting in there. Thankfully, it was only one email and thankfully that email is not owed. So, you know, I don't I won't have people pissed off at me that I read an email, got to an email too late and I don't know, they made a decision and now their life is ruined or something. Um, Because I feel like these emails, you know, the topics, the questions you guys send in, I feel like (laughs) a lot of this stuff is time sensitive you know like for example today's two emails one topic is a proposal topic a guy is proposing to his girlfriend and yeah he wants to know what if she says no but i'll get to that in a minute and the other email is a guy found out his ex slept with his best friend and this is this is time sensitive stuff like if i respond a week two weeks later by that point you probably done already took matters into your own hands and now you got a villain origin story you i didn't answer in enough time now you going around (laughs) trying to kill everybody who has a podcast i don't know kicking puppies and all that good stuff by the way i don't condone violence to animals just saying that took a dark turn but anyway this must be what it feels like for that that uh I can't remember his name, that guy on Blue's Clues, you know, when he would get mail. Don't judge me. You know what the hell I'm talking about. The Blue's Clues guy, when he gets mail and he's like super excited about it. When I get emails, that's what I feel like. That's, you know, it's nice to get that. Um, I feel like when you're when you get older, you just don't get excited about mail anymore because you know what it is. You know, it's, it's bills and shit that you don't want unless it's from Amazon. But anyway, let's get into this. Let's get into this first email. I've been with my girlfriend for four years and I plan on proposing. I got the ring already and I'm probably overthinking it. But what if she says no? I doubt that she will, but I'm really nervous and wanted to get an outside opinion. Well, I'm going to be honest. You said it. Yeah, you are. I mean, you said it yourself. You are overthinking it, majorly overthinking it. Also, I would say do it in private. You didn't specify whether you're going to do it like, I don't know if you plan to do it in front of people or privately, but I'm going to highly recommend private. I don't know where this whole notion of proposing in front of people came from, but somewhere along the lines, I feel like that's kind of become the norm. But I mean, if that's what you want to do, I mean, hey, by all means, but I just think the whole proposing in front of people just adds an unnecessary un it adds unnecessary anxiety and it's a bit of a peer pressure don't you think i mean you get down on the knee you ask a girl to marry you yeah there's you know she may may say yes anyway but still like people you don't know are watching like that's huge peer pressure because here's the thing from her point of view if she says yes but she doesn't really want to you know say yes she's gonna feel like shit now she says no people are going to look at her like oh you asshole and she's going to walk away feeling like shit so it's sort of a lose-lose i mean unless she says yes and she really wants it then it's a win but outside of that you know it's it's kind of a lose-lose situation but 
to each his own. I would say do it in private. And then if you guys want to do it in front of people, then hey, uh, do that. But then that means she would have to like replay her reaction or redo her reaction or whatever. But yeah, I think you're I think you're overthinking it. Four years and you got the ring already. Like, why would you buy the ring and not propose? Like, you just wasted money. So, I mean, hey, go ahead and jump off that cliff. That okay, wait, that that was a bad metaphor. Okay, it's not a cliff. Just go ahead and roll that dice. There you go. Go ahead and roll that dice. Um, I believe she'll say yes. I recommend the fact that you're, you know overthinking this you don't need to do it in front of people i think that alone you this email alone kind of backs up that that thought of you need to do this in private but um being nervous is completely normal congratulations on your engagement i'm speaking positive vibes we're going to manifest that um she's going to say yes yeah man she's going to say yes just do it in private you'll be fine and you know I'm pretty sure your friends are telling you the same. Like, dude, just do it. You're overthinking it. See, don't get out of your head. That's what you need to do. Get out of your head. Come up with how you want to do it. But, you know, even though it's not in front of people, still make it romantic. You know, so put some show some effort. Don't just be eating dinner. <laughs> no, don't be having spaghetti for dinner. And then you just throw the ring on the table. And be like, will you marry me? Like, you know, just still be romantic about it. Um and just yeah do it that way do it at home or somewhere private get a or take her out on vacation go get a hotel room and you know romanticize the room up and propose that way and then hey if she says no that's between you two and she might give you a reason or you guys can talk about it whatever the case may be but we're not going to dwell on that or what did I just say? Dwell on that? Yeah, we're not going to dwell on that. So go ahead and do it, man. You got the ring. She'll, she's going to say yes. Remain positive. Get out of your head. And just plan out something romantic and do it in private. That's what I say. Do it in private. And then if you guys want to do it in family, in front of family and strangers or whatever kids nowadays do, you can go ahead and do that. And if she's a good actor, then that'll work. But if she's not a good actor, it's going to be awkward as hell. <laughs> you do it in front of family and strangers and it's like will you marry me and if she's not a good actor it's it's oh boy oh my gosh i did not know i did not see this coming yes anyway <laughs> that was a bad girl voice um all right i need a co-host um <laughs> i am now going to get into this next email now it's time for the heavy email, the the heavy duty stuff. Um, where are we at? Da, 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 da. Ah, me and my ex broke up a little over eight months ago and have reconnected and talked about getting back together. But she confessed that her and my best friend had sex a few months ago. So she claims she didn't mean to do it. It just happened. I've been struggling with this and told her I needed space. And she says that she really wants things to work out and she's really sorry. I asked my best friend about this and he owned up to it. How should I handle this? From a legal standpoint, it's like, nah, um, stop fucking with both of them. The whole reconnecting, talking about getting back together with the, nah, cancel all that shit. Decline it like a, like a debit card with no money. Go ahead and decline that transaction. That whole getting back together thing 
has just been erased. Um, I first of all, you're let's okay. No, let's start with the best friend. Let's start with him first, and then we'll we'll get to the ex. The best friend is the most. I feel like no, they're both in the wrong, but the best friend he broke guy code like that's not even just guy code he broke friend code he broke loyalty code he just broke every matter of fact he just burnt the whole book you don't i have questions because okay uh i didn't mean to do it it just happened well why were they even in the situation for that to happen and by the way i don't want to put this in your head <clears throat> oh lord I don't want to put this in your head, but there's a high chance homie was plotting while you and your girl were together. Your best friend was plotting of how to either get her or he was eyeing her. Like basically the seed was planted a while back. Um, you don't just break up with somebody for a few months because you said a little little over eight months. And she said they had sex a few months ago. So let's say, OK, you guys been broken up for eight months that means they probably had sex around month four, month five. Hell, it could have been month two of the breakup, and then they had sex. But uh, no, the seed was planted a long time ago. Your best friend, well, your ex-best friend, is a piece of shit and cut ties. Now, you said you asked your best friend about this, and he owned up to it. That's real mature of you. But no, that's, you know, and I'm pretty sure you you didn't fight the guy out of respect for your friendship. But no, this best ex-best friend of yours and your ex, they had no respect for you at all. Like every boundary you can think of has just been crossed like this. And I know it hurts. See, and here's the thing. The fact that you told your ex that you need space just shows how mature you are. Like you didn't completely write her off, but you're just like, I need space. And so now you're asking how. <laughs> how you should handle this yeah cancel cancel that whole getting back together talk stop talking to her stop talking to your ex-best friend and now it's time for you to you know cry if you need to and all that other stuff do you know get angry get sad embrace your emotions but you know now you got to move forward with your life unfollow them on social media delete their number block them if need be and yeah you move on because she slept with your best friend. All right. Now we're going to talk about the ex because we talked about him. The seed was planted. He's been plotting. He wasn't a real best friend. Um, now on her end, she's a bitch. <laughs> it, it is what it is. She she was she was a bitch for that. OK, yes, she confessed to it. She said she's sorry. She really wants things to work out. But now she's burned you, you know, figuratively in a way where your trust like now you're just going to be questioning her look if she's going to sleep with your best friend who's to say like you sleep with the best friend that means at this point she's willing to sleep with anybody not necessarily but you know what i'm trying to say like because the best friend is supposed to be like that high level off limits person and if she's willing to go up that high and sleep with a person that close to you like sleeping with a stranger for her will be nothing so and i'm not i get it Somebody apologizes, you forgive them, accept the apology or whatever. I mean, you don't have to, but, you know, I guess the healthy thing to do would be to forgive her. But you know what? Forgive her on your own time. You know, yes, she said sorry. Yes, she confessed. That part is good, but that doesn't wash away what she did months ago. And then the nerve to, like, come back, you know? 
it's you know what you come out on top on all of this because yeah it hurts that your best friend betrays you and yeah it hurts that you know your ex who i'm pretty sure you loved um because you guys reconnected talked about getting back together you you know basically you just lost your ex twice and now this except this second time around um you lost your best friend as well well ex who you thought was your best friend only to come to find out that friendship was a lie but you know what you just lost you didn't lose a friend think of it this way you lost a shady person in your circle so now your circle of friends is cleaner thanks to your ex see how that just worked out for you you know it 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 your ex came back and basically she just helped you clean house. And now you can kick them both out, out your little, out your circle. So fuck her, fuck him. You know, thanks for, I w- you know what, since you're taking space, I will say this communication, as you guys know, I'm huge on communication. So I would honestly, because you didn't write her off and told her that you needed space, I would reach out. I would say you need to reach out to her, text her. Hey, thanks for thanks for letting me know, you know, that about you and my ex best friend. Thanks for, you know, apologizing. I'm pretty sure that took a lot. It took courage because let's I mean, give credit where credit is due. That took a lot of courage to come out and say that. So, yes, acknowledge that. But then be like, but that doesn't wash away the fact or that doesn't take away the fact that you slept with my best friend. Like I, that's not something I can get over. That's not something I can get over. I wish you the best. Something along those lines, like basically just be upfront. You know, I don't know if I could ever, like if we got back together, I don't know if I could ever trust you again. You know, like how do I know that you won't, we get into an argument, you get drunk. And then I don't know when I get a new best friend or a new friend, like you, you, how do I know you won't try to, you know, sleep with them or something, you know? So yeah, no, just send that, send that text, let her know we, the the whole getting back together thing is not going to happen. Um, I think it's best we go our separate ways, you know, wish you the best, yada, yada. And then your ex best friend, you can just stop talking to him. He, he doesn't deserve a text, but unfollow him on, you know, block him, delete their number and then move on with your life. It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. And honestly, you're probably going to have trust issues to a degree, you know, a little PTSD. But don't I would say go out and heal. Talk to a therapist if you need to go focus on you. Go. I don't know. Go to the beach. Go travel. Go do other things. Go hang out with people who who really care for you and go heal, because if you don't heal properly, you're going to punish your next friend that comes into your life and your next girlfriend that comes into your life for what these two assholes did. And you don't want to do that because then you'll be hurting people who has nothing, people who have nothing to do with this situation. So right now, break it off with both of them. Go do what you got to do, you know, move forward. And um, yeah, that's all you can do. You know, what happened is out of your control and the shit sucks, but you'll come out on top if anything, I would say you're the winner in all of this. So yeah, you'll be all right though. You'll be all right. It's it's going to be quite a journey, a healing journey for you. And that's okay. You know, life itself is hard, but we get through it, right? You're going to bounce back. Just handle your business and you don't have to text her right away. 
you know, just uh, take as much time as you need. Hell, it could be two months from now, and then you hit her back and be like, nah, let's not. Just, yeah, just do what works for you. And that's all I got to say about that. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the, uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for listening, honestly. And I hope, I hope I'm actually helping with these emails. Um, I hope that, I hope that these, uh, yeah, I hope I'm giving the answers that you guys need to hear. I don't, I don't really want to give you the answers you want to hear. Like that's, I'm pretty sure that's why you're emailing me. So you can get an outside opinion and, you know, just get some honest advice. So hopefully I am delivering in that department. Thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode.